Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is With Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Monday, April 19, 2021. Exactly one year ago, we closed our fundraiser in favor of the Spallanzani Hospital in Rome, the excellence in the fight against infectious diseases. We raised 53,000 euros entirely donated to the hospital. Again, and always, thanks to the wonderful Italian-American community and all the donors, thanks to you. You have been fantastic. Thank you from the entire With Italians family. Italy has administered 15,243,000 shots of vaccine, 4,469,000 Italians are fully vaccinated, 7.42% of the population. The regions who fully vaccinated the highest percentage of the population are Molise, Emilia-Romagna, Piedmont, Liguria and Friuli Venezia Giulia. Those who instead vaccinated the lowest percentage of the population are Campania, Apulia, Calabria, Sardinia and Valle d'Aosta. As every Monday, just a few numbers about the situation of the contagion in Italy. Over the past seven days, with regard to the new positive cases, we averaged a percentage change of minus 1.2% compared with the previous seven days. In the same period, the average change uh, in the number of patients admitted to COVID wards was minus 13.2%. With regard to intensive care units, instead, in the last seven days, the average change was minus 9.3%. On average, in the last seven days, we had 382 deaths with a variation of minus 10.3% compared to the previous seven days. For the second week in a row, finally, we see only minus signs. The descent of the numbers of the contagion still barely noticeable in the seven-day percentage changes is likely a prelude to a more rapid decline that we will observe in the coming days. Let's hope so. The north improves noticeably. The center of Italy does so less strongly. Further south, things seem less stable. But even here, we see no reason for particular alarm. The new government's vaccination campaign is working. The day the new government took office, 52,000 vaccines were administered and 74% of the vaccines delivered had been administered. Today, there are more than 350,000 daily administrations. 88% of the vaccines delivered have been administered. The percentage of over 80s vaccinated with the first dose is 80%, while those who have also had the second dose are 50%, and we are accelerating. The European Union has assured that 54 million doses of vaccine will arrive in the next months. The regions are ready to administer more doses. Vaccination hubs are opening all over the country, and this could lead to herd immunity in August, a month earlier than expected. Also, at the end of June, the European contract with AstraZeneca expires, and after all the problems related to this vaccine, Europe is considering the possibility of not renewing it and give up AstraZeneca, which so far has delivered only 30% of the doses provided in the agreement. In the meantime, tomorrow, the European agency in charge of authorization of the, of the rising vaccines should publish the analysis on the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, which is currently suspended. Today, as every Monday, the new colors of the regions come into force determining the restrictions on movements due to the pandemic. Campania will pass from the red zone to the orange zone, while all the other regions will maintain the current color, all in orange except Valle d'Aosta, Sardinia and Puglia in red zone. The yellow zones will return from April 26 in the regions with the lowest risk of coronavirus infection. So, from April 26, Italians can return to move between yellow regions, but in the government's plan for the reopening, there is a novelty. The movements between yellow regions will be allowed for tourism without the need to submit a self-certification. And with a certificate, you can also go to the orange and red regions. 
This certificate represents an anticipation of the European pass that should start next summer to allow travel between the countries of the European Union. To travel between orange and red regions, one of the following conditions must be met. Vaccination against coronavirus, a negative COVID test within the previous 48 hours, or recovery from COVID within the previous six months. The pass will then need to certify one of these three conditions. This could also concern American tourists who want to return to visit Italy, but a common model would be needed because it will be necessary to ensure that the American certification on paper and or on smartphone is also recognized in Europe. And speaking of movements, according to Google Mobility data, despite the fact that the restricted measures were theoretically similar to those of the lockdown a year ago, Italians in the regions in the red area have moved much more in recent months than in March and April of 2020. There have been more businesses that have been able to stay open than the massive suspension last, last spring. And there have been more people moving to work, to play sports, but also to meet other people, although in the latter case, in most cases, the rules would not allow it. I have left for last a subject certainly less vital than the fight against coronavirus, but still a very, very important subject for Italy, soccer. Italian soccer, or rather European soccer, has experienced last night a terrible earthquake never seen before. A revolution that has already led in 24 hours to a war, literally a war, that will affect all Italians who follow soccer, therefore probably 99% of all of us. European soccer until yesterday was organized with national leagues and two European tournaments for club teams, the Champions League and Europa League, organized by the federation called UEFA. Today a UEFA meeting was scheduled to reform the European competitions, adding a third one and changing some rules for the first two. European soccer is in a big crisis because of excessive costs and lack of revenue to the Covid. And so last night, 12 of the most important, popular and winning teams in Europe, 6 English, 3 Spanish and 3 Italian, have decided to create a Super League that will include 3 other funding teams, probably 2 German and 1 French, and then 5 others that will change year by year. This would lead to a tournament of 20 very rich teams that would become even richer. It would hit hard the credibility and the interest of the national championships and it would penalize a lot of all the, the other teams and also the activities of the national soccer teams where the best players of each country play. The teams that created the Super League claim they will play in the middle of the week, as they do now for the European tournaments, while continuing to play their domestic leagues on the weekend. While today, in the European tournaments, participate a larger number of teams from all over Europe, selected on the basis of their performance and therefore merit, the Super League provides that 75% is made up of the same teams from four, three or five countries. The Super League provides uh, and that never change, the teams never change. It is a similar model to the NBA, but the NBA does not have behind it decades of sport traditions, beautiful stories of underdogs, local passions like those of European soccer. Moreover, the, name, the NBA coexists with a college basketball, a system that creates players at low cost and a loss for the teams that raise them, and above all, a system that is at least as exceptional, followed and loved as NBA. This is something that does not exist in European soccer, not at all. In short, the most beloved sport in Italy, the passion that unites all Italians, everyone's favorite pastime, sees a very tough war between three teams and all the others. These three teams are Milan, Juventus and Inter. They are the most popular and successful teams in Italy. Together they have won 72 Italian championships, the other put all together have won 44. The last time the Italian championship was won by a team other than these three was in 2001, 20 years ago. 
Both the national leagues and UEFA have threatened three kinds of very heavy repercussions. The first is to exclude from next August the teams of the Super League from the national championships and European competitions that exist today. The second is to prevent their players from participating in tournaments in which national soccer teams compete, such as the European Championship and the World Cup, which in the 2026 edition will be played in the United States. The third is a lawsuit in which they will ask the Super League teams for damages of 60 billion euros. As I was saying, it is a real earthquake never seen before, of which I assure you that almost every Italian this morning is reading and discussing, angry or excited. I personally am a big fan of one of those three teams, but I don't like the Super League at all. It's all for now, it's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci, this was With the Italian News. I'll see you next Wednesday. Ciao from Rome.